Welcome back to Our Cinema Fart Cinemas, episode 5 of season 2, Charles Dance with the Devil, part 2. This is episode 6. Fuck's sake, really? Oh. Yeah. But that's cool. Making mistakes, it keeps it raw, keeps it energised. Keeps it relatable. Makes it makes us look like idiots. Yeah. I'm Nadim. I'm Simon. And that's Ben. Hello. He's our guest <laughs> this, this week again. Just this once. Big giant, <laughs> <laughs> big uh, giant mouse that is Ben. Ooh, half mouse, get it right. Half He's a half mouse, half man. It's a sensitive topic. This week we are going to be talking about the Golden Child, a 1986 film starring Eddie Murphy, Woo. in which Charles Dance is also the villain. I also realised that this actually coincides quite nicely. This, the release of this, I believe. Now I might be off by a week, or maybe two weeks. I believe this episode coincides with the release of the last episode of Game of Thrones, of which Charles Dance is, is the boy. Is Game he in that, is he? He is in Game of Thrones. It's a, it's a nice it's thing. It's a everyone, everyone, everyone is enjoying Charles Dance on uh, the small screen. In 1986, they were kind of enjoying him on the big screen. On the big old screen. <laughs> roll credits. Credits roll. <laughs> Art cinema, fart cinema. Art cinema, fart cinema. Art cinema, fart cinema. Hello, boys and girls. It's the Lord Provost here again. I've been asked to tell you that. Charles Dance with the Devil Part 2 contains spoilers for the Golden Child. And if it contains spoilers for any other film, you can fucking lump it. So, do you want to do a, a synopsis for The Golden Child? The Golden Child is a film about Eddie Murphy, who plays a... Child catcher. <laughs> he's a he's a uh, what was it? A private he's investigator. He's a private investigator who specialises in missing children. Child catcher. <laughs> <laughs> he's a child catcher. He just like walks around with a net, just like time to catch the children. And he is enlisted by a mysterious woman to uh, rescue a captured child known as the Golden Child, who is a superpowered child who lives in Tibet. Uh, and has been kidnapped by none other than the magical Charles Dance, who is also the devil. He's, you know, he's the right-hand man of the devil, isn't he? Oh, shit. See, I didn't... Mm. He converses... He goes to a private room to converse with the devil and take orders and future instructions uh, from him. So this is Eddie Murphy starring in a version of Big Trouble in Little China. <laughs> it's, 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 so Big Trouble in Little China is Pepsi Max and... And the golden shell is Coke Zero. If you say so, yeah. I like Coke Zero better than Pepsi Max. Well, there you go. So I would say that they're both Coke Zero because Big Trouble in Little China is awesome as well. Yeah. Uh, there's actually three uh, Asian actors from Big Trouble in Little China that are also in this film. And they both came out the same year. Yeah. Uh, it does make me wonder if there's like a rule in the 80s where Hollywood said there's only allowed to be three. <laughs> only these three Asians. Yeah, there's it's only like, room for three. You, you, you. Just on you go, you get all the parts. Yeah. It's like, it's like, there's, is, there not, is there not that, like, there's like a joke that um, Hollywood executives, if they feel obliged to include uh, any any diversity quota, then they have to include Idris Elba. Is that right? Is, that is, right? It, is it true? I've, I've read that somewhere. Maybe not. 
That's probably not true. <laughs> no, no, no. It's like a joke. It's like a, it's like a meme. So we meet Eddie Murphy, the child catcher, <laughs> at the start of this film, as you, as is customary in films. We meet the main character at the start. <laughs> uh, Actually, over the opening credits, there's a the opening credits has a similar uh, lay of the land vibe that uh, Beverly Hills Cop had, where it's like just a mm, montage of this montage is what, of this, this is the eighties. This yeah. is what street life looked like. Ding, there's like ding, cola ding, signs ding, ding, and uh, nah, nah, you know, as well as but you, you see like uh, Eddie Murphy's character putting up posters for a particular missing child. He ends up on TV doing the earnest thing while he's trying TV. to make an appeal on TV, and the TV host keeps on derailing the conversation to be to be to Towards like his other guests, like, oh, this girl's got a turtle, <laughs> and then Eddie Murphy's like, there's a child missing, and he's like, that's really interesting. What are you gonna say to her when you meet her? And Eddie Murphy's just getting really frustrated, and then he, the camera zooms over to the host, and he's like, get that camera back on me. <laughs> so that's, that's kind of cute. But After, what I was gonna yeah. say was when you meet, so when we meet Eddie Murphy, what's the first thing that happens, Simon? Mm, does he go up behind a guy's back who's reading a magazine? Correct. And what's that magazine? It's called Chunky Asses. <laughs> so in screenwriting, I actually, I have a book in screenwriting. Oh. Ooh. Yeah, I know, I do. It was a gift. It's called Save the Cat. And Save the Cat is, is like, is a phrase used in this book to describe when you introduce a character, you need to have him demonstrate, or him or her, or it, uh, you need to have him demonstrate uh, their value to the audience in their introduction and so our save the cat moment so so for example mr incredible for example the first thing you see mr incredible do is literally he stops to save a cat while he's fighting crime right so we think oh mr incredible's a good guy who does the small details even though he's got another crime to solve you know the first thing we see eddie murphy do in this film is look at a chunky ass magazine mm. even though he's a child catcher <laughs> well, he's kind of mocking. He's he's deliberately making the guy uncomfortable. He's standing in the street at a magazine rack, just holding this magazine as if it's okay to do that. Yeah. And Eddie Murphy comes in all sanctimonious <laughs> and looks over his shoulder to make him uncomfortable. How dare you have needs? And then you know, and then after the guy puts the magazine down and runs off, and that's when Eddie scopes the the front cover and goes chunky asses. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, so this moral judgment from the good pillar of our good community, that is Child Catcher Murphy. Child Catcher Murphy. So yeah, we've got the chunky asses, we've also got the um, that TV show when he walks off, <clears throat> it ends with a badumch joke, where the host turns to one of the guests and says, you've had a sex change, haven't you? And he's like, yes! And I just thought, this is like really... <clears throat> you know, dated humour. It's like so funny. They would mean like PG on the box. You could drop the G just for P for for problematic, <laughs> problematic humour. That's all I'm going to say. And it's really weird that this did is you like just sitting tight at everything. Did absolutely pa- did appalling. Pass, did this film pass the Bechdel test? This film definitely doesn't, because I don't think there's you know two women ever together in the same scene in this just film. Eddie Murphy plus women. Eddie Murphy plus uh, women played by. What's her name again? I've been saying it all the day. Is it not Nicole something? Charlotte Lewis. <laughs> not Nicole then. Charlotte Lewis plays uh, the sort of uh, Eddie's sidekick in this film. The girl that's coerced him into taking on the, the task of finding the golden child. Oh, we should <laughs> we should mention real quickly that Ben hasn't seen this film. No. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> Are we doing a good job explaining it, Benny? Uh, sure. 
<laughs> Good. There's there's a child catcher. Uh-huh. Uh, a, somebody that's had a sex change. <laughs> that's that's basically the film, yeah. And somebody that likes their women thick. That's that, he likes thicky boys. Thicky boys. That's thick a thicky boy is actually a is actually a yeah. term for a woman. Exactly. It's, just, it's, it's, it's an older term. It's an older term. It's a seasoned term that only yeah. people of culture uh, <laughs> <laughs> People of culture, yes. People of culture use that. Thicky boy. Uh this is Polish lesson number seven. Jestem bardzo zadowolony, że są tutaj polskie kobiety. Which means, I'm so glad the Polish women are here. This film, so Simon really likes The Golden Child. I love it, yeah, it's brilliant. I, I think it's schlock, like, and it is... Beloved schlock, it's like Big Trouble in Little China. It's schlock. I, I didn't... It went down a tree. It's very short. It's about 90 minutes long. I honestly didn't even... It felt like I wasn't even watching it when I was watching it. I was like, ah, oh, life is but a dream. I'm just watching this film. Mm-hmm. Speaking of dreams, the dream sequence in this film... <laughs> mate, right, so this film... Eddie Murphy is, is given his destiny by like a mage or some shit. He doesn't believe it and he runs off and then he has a dream at night because when else would you have a dream? Mm-hmm. In the dream he is spoken to by Charles Dance. By and Charles his, Dance. Is this his henchman. One of his henchmen has a monkey face. It's like a monkey yeah, face. Yeah, what's that about? Like, he looks like a hua of the Grinch. Get your he monkey. looks like Ben. <laughs> get your monkey guy away from me and it's like, of course, fool. Please desist and all that. Yes, this monkey guy's all like over Eddie Murphy's shoulder. When I watched the dream sequence, I actually I rewind. I watched the dream sequence twice because it's really good. I really like the dream sequence. It is good because every time Eddie Murphy makes a stupid little jibe, uh, there's like a laugh track and then it cuts to a a, a, a studio audience (laughs) laughing and clapping at him, which is really cool. Whipping and wowing, yeah, yeah. yeah. And what's more is in this film, uh, Eddie Murphy like acts in it. He's not being Eddie Murphy Eddie Murphy is he he's, he's a little bit restrained yeah but then occasionally it kind of bleeds out like so he's, he's just kind of trying his best to be not quite Eddie Murphy but then it comes out every now and then and it makes me, <laughs> and it makes me laugh a lot he has to collect some knife that allows him to kill the golden the child. Ajante dagger yeah <laughs> yeah the, the Ajante dagger is the knife that uh, Charles Dance needs to kill the child and in a weird, there's a weird thing where he, he's going to swap the child for the Ajante dagger. For the knife. So he needs to, at, uh, at the middle of the film, Eddie Murphy needs to, uh, Eddie Murphy's character needs to go and collect this knife. Uh, and to do so, he needs to have a glass, hold a glass of water and go through this obstacle course without spilling a drop of the water. And <laughs> there's a bit in it where he stands right at the edge of, the, of a cliff with tons of like spikes and like platforms that he needs to clearly traverse to get to the other side while holding this glass of water. And he is convinced that the spikes and stuff and the height that he's at is just a total test. So he flicks a penny down the uh, the hole, yeah, and he and listens for the penny to drop because he thinks that it's it's just a trick. And he's just wait, he's like waiting for the penny to drop, and he's making all these kind of campy faces in it. it made me made me absolutely. Pissed. And then he goes, "There's no floor here," <laughs> and then that's when he gets really worried. Cause it's like going, vintage Eddie Murphy, like that, like the way he's like pure like gesticulating and stuff is hilarious. Like I just love it, yeah. and, and like when he kind of camps it up and stuff, it's just. I absolutely love that. Like Eddie Murphy is one of my like favorite dudes. He's, he's so good. Going back to the dream sequence, right? Just real, very briefly, there's a section of that dream sequence where he's telling Charles Dance uh, to kiss his ass. 
He said kiss he, my he ass. Asked people to kiss his ass a lot in this film. Kiss, you know, he's, he's thinking it's a dream, so I can do what I want. Kiss my ass. You see the music that's going on in the background. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you listen to it carefully, it's it's really similar to the music in Jaws when um, Brody's flicking through shark books, and you can see the pages reflected in his glasses, <laughs> and his wife comes up behind him. Oh, yeah? and so it's this really sort of haunting, queasy clarinet music, uh-huh. and I thought this. It's really bizarre, like that. Uh, that you can just rip something off like that so blatantly. <laughs> so, right, so this is weird. In in this film, there's a there's like a kind of like a maybe three or four notes of the Kylo Ren theme from the new Star Wars films. I swear to God, like it's like da 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 da, and I was like, that's Kylo Ren, and then it's it's not. It's um, it's it's the devil or or whatever. It's Charles. Oh, Lewis. the devil. Yeah. <laughs> but like it it happens a few times, and I was like, that, I recognize that from Star Wars. But yeah. So I'm, Charles Dance, he, he goes into a little room. He rolls out a rug, he sits down and he just like very quietly goes, mm, and then it cuts to a profile shot of him and the bricks in the wall in the background yeah. break away and reveal this vision of hell. And the devil starts talking That's to him. That's really cool, I forgot about and that. And it's all like, you know, you were wise to kill Tommy Dong. He was weak. He may have betrayed us. I was hoping you'd make that. See, when I watched that scene, I remember thinking about what you said about the Kurgan voice. And I I was like, I hope he does the voice. Yeah, my throat's... See, I didn't even pick up on that being the devil. (laughs) I must have been passively watching this film. Yeah, but it's it's, it's a good inventive thing. I I like uh, the vision of hell and uh, Charles Dance talking to... To his wise old lord, you know. Mm, the effects in this are really cute as well. Like, there's a bit where um, the golden child, who's the superpowered child, he uh, he entertains the guards of his kind of prison by uh, pulling a, a can of is it a can of Pepsi? There's a Pepsi can that it crumples up and breaks origami style into like a sort of the shape of a figure with. Uh, and then the figure does a wee dance. Yeah, do, and, do, and it was all do, done, do, I presume, with stop motion, stop motion. And stuff. Yeah, and it looks so cool, and uh, I miss that kind of stuff. Yeah, it. yeah, it's, it's I, you don't you don't get that anymore. <laughs> it was it's a very it's a very old fashioned sort of uh, Hollywood thing. It feels like, and it's 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 the eighties harking back to like like Ray Harryhausen kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, no, I mean it's it's a it's a street film. Like, so Charlotte Lewis is a. Uh, a big reason why I like this film as well, like uh, she's someone who uh, I would like to be miniaturized and kept as her pet. Yeah, like, if she could keep me as like a and, weasel, like, stroke your stroke your fur. Yeah, if I could be miniaturized. Because <laughs> Simon like, is covered in fur. If I was like shrink to the size of a weasel and I could be like her little pet weasel. <laughs> Simon actually, he has a condition. Um, it's similar to what cats do. It's where they uh, pee on their own hands and feet. And mark, and, and mark everything so if you think the whole pet comment's a bit weird it's because Simon is already a little bit of a cat just don't judge me okay so Ben's a... a bit of a mouse and Simon's a bit of a cat mm-hmm. and I'm all human baby <laughs> <laughs> all human when they get to Tibet there's this really weird moment where she says I'll arrange for our trek into the mountains you have about an hour to look around and then he has a look around like stalls and stuff and buys a necklace and I was like this is a bit light for a, a journey to, across the world where you're against dark forces and the devil himself. It's like, yeah, but I still have time to check out some, <laughs> some of the tourists. I still have time to haggle with a local, yeah. Some of the tourist spots to see if I can buy an... A, but an, there was never any doubt that Eddie Murphy was <laughs> going to win the day, you know? This is a this is a schlocky movie where you know exactly what's going to happen the entire time. Like, you, you could have written this over, like, lunch. There's a magic child. They fight the devil. They win. It's that's, that's the that's the plot of the film. It's they also the need to feed the kid blood as well. That's quite funny. Oh yeah, that's 
that's the other thing, right? So when they're in LA at the start, Eddie Murphy, like they just there's like a corpse of like a girl. And <laughs> Sorry, what the fuck is that? Why am I laughing at a corpse? That's bad. It's very but Laura it, Palmer, but it's like yeah. why are they? Why have they got that in a kids' film? It's like a like literally just like a, a corpse, and he takes pictures of her tattoos and stuff. And I'm like, this is a kids' movie. What yeah, so it's it's a weird thing where the, 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 there's a reality side to it all where Eddie's kind of has to. He's a private investigator. He has to break into this sort of pad that a bike, a gang of bikers, what is it called? The Yellow, the yellow Devils or something like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's, yellow that's, somethings. that's actually what I was about to come on to as well. There's a bit, Eddie Murphy's character is legit like stupid as hell because there's a bit where he confronts these bikers who have, who, who have uh, interacted with this now dead girl. He goes, he goes to them, uh, you know, like, where, where, you, where did you, what did you do with her? And they said, we sold her. And then he goes, why would anybody want to buy anybody? <laughs> Eddie Murphy, you're, you're a private investigator. Why would anyone want to buy anyone? Think about what you're saying, you fucking idiot. Oh my god. What age certificate is this film? PG. <laughs> like, what? Well, why is he playing dumb? Like, oh, why would anyone want to buy anyone? A private investigator who doesn't know what human trafficking is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So he, he tells he tells Charlotte Lewis's character to stay in the car a lot as well, which is That's a rule. Funny, yeah. A it's... rule that she breaks because she is, of course, more kick-ups than he is. So in both these films, so in the Last Action Hero and this one, both of the main characters are like openly sexist, and both of them are then like had their ass handed to them by the female ki- uh, compatriots or whatever. What the yeah, yeah. Companion, female companion, female sidekick. And I love in The Golden Child, whenever uh, Charlotte Lewis does like high kicks in acrobatics, it's accompanied by this wonderful, you know, wow, 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 wow. Really cheesy, over the, cheesy kung fu movie. Over yeah. the top sound effect, yeah. That's actually... <laughs> to get the salted caramel ice cream, we feed the cow salt, and then caramel, then more salt, then more caramel, and then we blend the dead cow. To get salted caramel ice cream, we feed the cow salt, then caramel, then more salt, then more caramel, then we blend the dead cow. To get salted, salted caramel, caramel ice cream, we feed the cow salt, and then caramel, and then more salt, and more caramel, and then we blend the dead cow. To get salted caramel ice cream, we feed the cow salt, and caramel, and more salt, and more caramel, and we blend the dead cow. Salted caramel ice cream. We feed the cow salt, and then caramel, and then more salt, and then more caramel. Then we blend the dead cow. <laughs> to get salted caramel ice cream, we feed the cow salt, and then caramel, and then more salt. And then more caramel! And then we blend the dead cow! Three, two, one. Three, two, one. Three, two, one. Three, two, one. Salted caramel ice cream. We feed the cow salt. Then we feed it caramel. And then we feed it more salt. And we feed it more caramel. And then we blend the dead cow. Oh, 
Oh yeah, I forget dead. I always leave out dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you're playing it, it's dead either way. I don't think the effect is any yeah. jumping. <laughs> yeah. See, they don't spill any water, Bill, as well. You, you see him spill water. Yeah, you do. Like, I was going to say. Why would, why would you not take, so do he, another he's take? He's doing like a total wipeout course like with his, with his glass of water so he can get the knife. And then <laughs> there's a bit where he falls and he's like, oh, and then you actually see the water fall off. Three drops of water. And it's like, if you were directing that movie, you would just say, we need right, to do cut, another we'll, shot. We'll try again, yeah. No, nope. just, oh, we'll just leave in the bit where you clearly see him, <laughs> clearly see him spill water. water everywhere, yeah. It's so dumb. It's yeah. so dumb. And uh, when you either come back from, um, they're in Tibet, but they have to fly from Nepal. Oh, and they get a run in with the Gurkhas. That's great. That's yeah, really good. Yeah. yeah. And they're at the airport security. Yeah, you know, he he just like he's like, the 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 girl's telling him just believe in your own destiny, and he's saying there's no fucking way I'm getting through this with like a two foot knife up my shirt. <laughs> so he has to plant it on someone else and make a big show and you know pretend to be some sort of official person. Yeah, he like he like pulls out his wallet and he's like, I'm actually the the American uh, <laughs> ambassador for Lost Adams, and we found this Lost Adam. Thank you very much. And then he pure shakes all the Gurkha's hands and stuff, and then uh, they get through airport security with the two foot knife. That was, yeah. a, that was a really good Eddie Murphy moment. The best way to get away with something is to highlight the fact that you're doing it, but just pretend to be someone official. <laughs> but uh, you know, I, I kind of want to go to Nepal because apparently when you get on a plane. Mm-hmm. Some nice old lady will offer you free fish. <laughs> this is really bizarre. He like looks across the aisle and some old lady like picks up some weird squid octopus thing and goes, Lekanas de panhanas? And then he kind of shakes his head like, no thanks. Then she like picks up something else, like a, a flounder, like a flat fish, and goes, Lekanas yekakanas. <laughs> Do you want to play a word association game? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> the word association game thing just doesn't fly with me. My see, head goes blank. Yeah, I just want to see what happens. Okay, you ready? Okay. Yogurt. Coffee. Sock. Smell. Poo. Chocolate. <laughs> nice. Bum. Nappy. Film. Class. Ben. Jerry. Prostitute. Next Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> Saturday. Why not today? Yeah, exactly. Why dreams be dreams? Yeah, don't, yeah, exactly. Why put it off? Yeah. No, I actually know um, near where <laughs> I. I'm going to. I'm going to bring this in, right? Near where I live, an undisclosed location in Nepal. I actually know where the prostitutes stand and wait to be. You know, I guess you start by going up to them and saying, "Have you got the time?" And from there, you just kind of like it escalates. Yeah. Yeah, you because. I don't think, are you a prostitute is a good opener. You're a prostitute. <laughs> yeah, because what if it's just a regular person? Yeah, no. To- why have we fucked up on The Golden Child? It's just not a very interesting film, Simon. No, it's it's good. But it's not interesting. It's bland. Eddie Murphy isn't really that Eddie Murphy in it. There's a devil in it. Uh, it yeah, should be, it a should stop be funny. Motion devil, if we should a stop mention. motion devil that's all like claymation face yeah. and uh, yeah, and it like flies. Like and Gromit. Yeah, Wait, I, got I think it's too hot, child. man. I'm I'm sweating in my ass off in this field. This field, and there's been a cow watching us the entire fucking film, entire recording session. The end of this film, Eddie Murphy comes into the room after gaining purchase of the golden child uh, as the savior of this child, and he uh, he he kicks. He's wait a minute, I've got to go take care of something, and he kicks the door in on Charles' dance with the devil, and he holds up the knife, the Ajante dagger. 
and goes, you know this? my brother Nomsky or all that you know thing you know and uh, Ch- Charles Dance just his face just starts exploding and it turns into the devil and yeah it, it turns into a demonic entity at least a more recognisable demonic entity that flies and you know uh, but I thought I think it's really funny when uh, <laughs> when, when he, he, Charles Dunn's doing his uh, macabre transformation and Eddie's just like I can see you're busy I'll come back later it's a very old school like cheesy comedy line <laughs> that's what, I can that's see what you're you busy I will come back later <laughs> that's what you watch Eddie Murphy films for yeah so this is a, you know we talked about Eddie Murphy in Career Killers so long ago now uh, in the years last ago. You know, yeah, decades ago, a thousand and one years ago, and uh, I talked about how Eddie Murphy is a guy that I didn't like any of his films from Coming to America onwards, really, mm. and that's a late eighties film. I think The Golden Child, Beverly Hills Cop, Trading Places, Forty Hours. There's only about four films I like that the guy's in, and this, you know, The Golden Child is like a total flop under the radar, you know, kind of tacky film. I think it's one of his four best. Just just my humble opinion as a complete idiot, of course. A former projectionist. An idiot with a microphone. Yeah. In a field, sweating his ass off, being stared at by a cow. Two cows. Are these, so, Ben, uh, that cow over there, is that one going to be mint chopped chip or is it going to be caramel, salted caramel? Yeah, you might, uh, you strawberry. Better. Strawberry. How do you do that then? Do you just feed them? I take it you feed the cow strawberries and then it milks strawberry and it makes uh, milk. Strawberry milkshake powder. No, 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 yeah. no, 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 Blood. The blood of a virgin. Oh. When did you lose your virginity? <laughs> <laughs> there was a cow involved. So when the golden child touches people, he, he touches evil people and makes them good. And uh, Does he? Yeah, he does, yeah. There's a lumpy-headed guy. I'm really bad at watching films. <laughs> There's a lumpy-headed guy who's been watching him who was entertained by the dancing Pepsi can. And at one point, the, the golden child reaches out and touches him on the hand because he has to get close to him to, to catch, to get something. Uh, and uh, he turns him good. Suddenly lumpy-headed Klingon look-alike that this guy is. Mm. I actually think that he, he might be an actor that's in Ace Ventura, but it doesn't matter. That's neither here nor there. Ne- neither here nor there. Who gives a shit? Um, and he, he, he's able to touch evil people and make them good with just the little golden touch. Or like E.T. Like E.T. with like the phone home thing. His little finger glows and uh, he makes them good. Um, there's like a sort of eye-to-eye contact thing. It's like the, the, the child is able to say in his head, you know, understand me, have compassion for me and the rest of the world. In one moment, and then it just transfers to me. It's just like I close up on the eyes. I could imagine like a music number, sort of play, like a an old rec- scratchy record sound playing, where it's just like you know, understand me, 